We are live here with your favorite demon killers, asking them the most important questions. What is your guys' favorite weapon to kill a demon with? Wow. That's the question of the hour. I think I'd have to go with, um, man, I'll say Hebrews 4.12. Oh, Hebrews 4.12. Don't know what it said, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit into the joints and marrow. Mic drop. Dang, got that right Period. off the bat. Period. What you got, Judo? I, I honestly don't even know how to top that. <laughs> but, nah, because uh, I, I completely thought of just uh, Demon Slayer and, yeah. But, um, but nah, I, I would say, yeah, definitely just the word of God, bro. Like, I don't I don't have an exact scripture. We got to kill our demons every day, bro. And, That's so yeah, got that, got that strap on me. Hold on, let me pull it out. I got that strap I got mine right me. here. You got, you got the strap hey. in the middle of my room. Got the strap hey. in the middle of my room every day. Real room. You got yes, the important sir. stuff. This is CHH Hysteria. I'm your host, Cole. And I'm your co-host, Cooper. I think he said his favorite weapon is the body of Christ. I'm going to assume that's what he said. That's what I think you heard, too. That's what I think I heard, too. But yeah, uh, we are here today with the collection of demon killers. They're an up-and-coming collective composed of Hunter Drinks Water, which you see in the middle of the screen, um, Judo Sammy, which is on the far right on the top, Little Cash App, which you currently can't see, but he's at the bottom right, and then Young Cup Holder, who sadly can't be with you today. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for coming on the show. Of course, it's our honor. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, let's get let's get right into it. Um, just like go ahead and introduce every like I want to give you guys a little bit to introduce yourselves like personally before we talk a little bit about the collective. So like maybe like under a minute, just kind of give us who you are, what you do, sort of thing. And then Hunter, do you want to start us out? Yeah, I'll keep it brief. I uh, grew up in a small town in Central Florida. Moved to Orlando for college. Um, met met a friend in in a campus ministry. We started making music. I went by Hunter Drinks Water. He went by Young Cup Holder. We've been making music for about the past four years now. And the rest is history. Nice, nice. What about you, Judo? We've had you on before, but for the people that didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically I just started doing music um, as a producer first. Then it took um, another artist who goes by the name of Caleb777 now. He used to go by Caleb forever, but... Uh, Basically, he told me that he felt like God wanted me to do the music as an artist and no longer as a producer. So, yeah, I've just been obedient to, to God about it. And, yeah, I'm just trusting to see where he takes me on this journey. So, yeah. Blessed to call everybody my brothers here, too. Hey, so, there you go. Amen. All right, Cash App, if you can hear us, can you? I can hear yes, you. All right, cool. Want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? My name is Erwin, known as Little Cash App. Um, I just make music for fun, and I love it. And I love to put Christian hip hop in my skate videos on Instagram. That's why I love to make music for the Lord. That's the way to go. A rapper by day, a skater by heart, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, let's let's talk a little bit about the beginnings of CDK. 
um, like when, why, and how was uh, CDK created? How did it become to be? It's a good question. Um, I was I was in the studio one day with John Paul, um, and him, me, and our friend Sharda and Young Cup Holder were just kind of joking about it, like, oh, like, what would be a cool collective name? And um, we were like, oh, like, I don't know, we were just coming up with things similar to, to CDK, and then we eventually landed on CDK. Um, but then over time, um, John Paul was signed to a record label. Sharda was just like, I don't know if this is for me. I kind of like doing things dolo. And then I was like, well, like, let's see what friends we have who would be down to just kind of like make music, help each other out, help market each other. And so I hit up, I hit up Sammy and Erwin. I was like, yo, like, do y'all want to be a part of this? And they're like, yeah, for sure. And so it's not been anything too serious, um, but we help each other out with music. We help each other out with marketing. Um, and we just like to encourage each other. So we've been doing that since it was around quarantine, probably May of, of last year is when um, me and Cup Holder got this together. Nice. So relatively new, but still, still yeah. going strong. That's good to see. And yeah, you got you got a really good group of people so far. I like all of y'all's music, and Cup Holder has some good production. It's crazy to see. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what are some of the goals that you have? Whether that's like individually each, or like as like a whole group that you had when you started this. Sammy, go ahead with that one. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I think I I, I guess I want to say it's like collectively with all of us i feel like our main goal is really just to make sure our music glorifies jesus in the best way possible mm -hmm. um because um i think it's very important for us to uh not only bring music that is relevant to the culture but also can also counter the culture with the with our message with the way that we sound because it is going to sound cool for the kids but at the same time it's going to bring jesus out so like I, that's why I really love the fact that I'm part of this collective too is because we're just kind of in that niche where we're for the youth and um, we're bringing Jesus at the same time. So yeah, I think it's a really great spot to be in. And uh, yeah, nice. for sure. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was thinking about just kind of like long-term goals and seeing like both of our, all of our growth over the past couple of years of making music and, um, I remember me and Cup Holder starting out in the beginning. We were just making like goofy, silly songs, just, I don't know, just having fun with it. But then we started to get a little bit of a following. We we're like, wait, like serious, like people are listening. And um, like, I had like my little brother and, and all of his friends in, in middle school um, were like listening to my music. And, and it just hit me one day, like, like, what are they listening to? Like, yeah, it's cool. They know someone who's an artist, but, but what's the, where's the substance? Um, and so I was like, you know what, man? I don't at this point I really don't care um, I, I want to make this all about Jesus I want to like not I don't know so much of Christian rap nowadays is like yeah like God's so cool like he made me cool like God is dope blah blah, blah. but like I want to actually preach the message of sin and repentance that like God created us for a relationship and our sin separated us and Jesus bridged the gap like crossing over from death um, into into resurrection so that we would have life and that begins when we put our trust and faith in him, like not just all of these cliche, like churchianity phrases that are thrown into a song over a dope beat, but I wanted to actually bring life to people who are spiritually dead and, and bring edification to those who um, are following Jesus already. And so that's been me and Cup's goal over the past, I'd say year or so. Um, I just sat long and hard about it because this isn't my, my main goal in life. Like I work at a brokerage firm full time. 
Um, I, I do ministry with my church. Like music is not like, it's not even a part-time thing for me. It's really just a hobby that I like to do for fun in, the free, in my free time. So I think I'm just getting renewed vision of like, okay, this should be about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Because it says in 1 Corinthians that, that if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then we're the most pitied of men. Like we're the most foolish of men. And so we have to bank our faith on the resurrection of Jesus. And um, I think moving forward, that's where I want my, um, my music to go. And I think we all do ultimately, like we all want that and we're exploring various avenues to get there. I think that's the long-term goal for any actual Christian artist. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's um, I think that's a really good goal, and that's something to always be working towards. Kind of like what you said. That's super dope um, to see that. So yeah, um, how did everyone kind of become a part of this collective? Like, what are the stories behind all those? I think we could talk about more so how we all met. I think that was kind of the catalyst for it all. Sammy, you remember how we met? Um, kind of. Because I don't. It's kind of a blur. <laughs> man. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, yeah. It, it all happened so naturally, like, because I remember, I remember I found out about you in the beginning of 2020. Like, it was literally, like, was it the beginning of 2020 or, like, 2019, near the end of 2019, something like that? Yeah, it might have been 2019. Yeah, so, it was, like, around that time. I heard, first heard about you because of Caleb, uh, and then I checked out your stuff. Um, and yeah, man, I just thought your music was really dope. And so we connected off of that and yeah, I just, I don't know. Cause you were kind of like, kind of like you said, like you were, you and Cupholder were the main people who kind of started the whole collective. And like, I, I was actually surprised when you hit me up and told me like, yo, you're like the first round draft pick person that we want in the collective. Yeah. You're the first person we thought of. Yeah. And I was like. I was just like, wow, that's wild, because, like, I was just, I was still trying to find my sound during that time, too, so. Weren't we all? Yeah, so, that was really cool. Yeah. When you told me little Cash App was going to be in it, too, I thought, I was also being like, yo, that's wild, because I was just listening listening to little Cash App during that time, too. So, yeah, it's funny, I, I started listening to, to Irwin back in probably, like, 2018, the same time I discovered Not Clyde, I, I was just on SoundCloud looking through some like really underground niche stuff, and I stumbled upon both of them. And he had some songs that are still only on SoundCloud. I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. And then like a, a year passes by, I just start hitting him up. We're talking, and then um, I remember him saying that he um, is a part of YWAM in Kona, um, and my my church partnered with them to go to um, a certain country in, in um, South Asia, Southeast Asia. And uh, I hit him up one night. I was like, yo, like, were you a part of that team? He was like, yeah, like I was part of that team. Like I met like the, the founder of y'all's church movement and stuff. And um, we really connected over that. And then a couple months later, I was like, hey man, like I would love for you to make music with us. Like I'll help you um, like release and try and market some of the stuff and things like that. And he was like, yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, I think so much of, of the music industry is, is just like fluid connections. It's not like you have this hard, abrupt um, like introduction right here, but it's just kind of naturally over time, you know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Like everyone I've met in, in CHFR is just like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Um, and so it just kind of like naturally grows over time. Yeah, that is cool how like you can like see like, you know, your church partner with something that then Lil Cash App came in. That's really cool. So what, um, 
I guess in the case of like you, Hunter, for judo, what made you want him a part of your team? And then same with Cash App. Man, I was I was talking to Cup about this because I'm like, man, we could really like cast our nets wide and just like hit up a bunch of people and then like get a bunch of people. But I didn't wanna I didn't want to look through the weeds. I was like, okay, I want someone who has a good sound, um, or at least a sound refined and developed over time. Um, and then I want someone who who um, is just vulnerable and and real in their music um everyone talks about like being real and wanting to be real in, in, in their music but man very little of, of christian music nowadays is real and so i was like okay sammy and Irwin, like they both um actually talk about like walking the spirit-filled life and and the struggles um day in day out of following jesus like what that's looked like for them what that looks like through through the word of god um i was like okay these are two men that, that i can trust and um, you know, in the beginning, like we were each other every so often and just like unpacking with each other, some discipleship stuff, praying with one another. And um, I mean, those are the main things I was looking for. Like you could have the dopest sound in the world, but but if you were, if you are not wanting to walk in greater holiness and, and spiritual maturity um, in your daily life outside of your music, then I, I don't I don't want to connect with you in an intimate way. It's It's OK to have like general friends. But, but when you're talking about connecting in, in a very intimate um, and real way with people, you want to make sure that that circle um, is actually vulnerable with you and you can trust them. And I, I trusted these guys. Um, and same with, with Cup, too. I mean, we lived together for a while. We were doing ministry together, went on mission trips together. Um, and so that was the foundation of it. I'm like, okay, I can trust this guy with my life. I want to find other guys that I can trust with my life. And so I trust these two guys. You know, I think that was the biggest thing was trust. Like, are these people following Jesus? Are they wanting to continue in grace and to continue um, to to be sanctified in holiness? Um, and I saw that in them. Yeah, I like how you didn't just necessarily look only at like their music and their sound and stuff. They looked like deeper through that. 100%. I think that's super cool. And, yeah, like yeah, something we definitely need. Um, so then, Judah, I mean, honestly, like... at the time, all of our music sucked a little bit. Like at that time, <laughs> none of us really had a good sound. None of our our mixes were great. Our marketing sucked. Like when me and Sammy talked about this, we both maybe had like hundred monthly listeners, like no fan Dude, base at all. Like, um, I had like three songs, I think, during that time, two or four. Yeah. And like, I I still had no idea about marketing. It was actually thanks to Hunter that I even found out about uh, the marketing aspect and stuff too. So like, yeah, honestly, like his music didn't slap like the first few songs, but I saw that potential. I was like, I see the skeleton. Like there's, there's bones here. Like there's actually like, it was the same with me, man. It took me a, like two or three years before I actually had like a, a decent sound to where I could pass. And so it was like, okay, mm -hmm. maybe we don't sound great right now, but there, there is more than enough character in the person. And there's more than enough, um, like growth opportunity in the sound to where we can get somewhere. And here we are somewhere. Yeah, I mean, and the the growth has been crazy. You said only a hundred monthly listeners. I believe both of you guys have over two thousand monthly listeners, right? I'm, and that's like, so, I don't know, yeah, yeah. more than a thousand at least, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, Sammy's around six. I think I'm around eight, something like that. Yeah, nice. I don't, yeah. I don't even be looking like that much now. I try not to because same. Yeah, the numbers can get to your head, and I don't want to do that. So for sure, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, Sammy, uh, when he hit you up about 
being on CDK? Like, what were your first thoughts? Like, what came to your mind? Like, did you just go yes, like right away? Or did you take time to think and oh. pray about it? What was it? <laughs> I, I think I definitely did want to say yes right away, but, um, he took his time. Yeah. It took, I really <laughs> told Hunter like straight up, like, yo, I really do want to like be part of it, but I, I really want to talk to God about it first. Cause, um, you know, being a part of something like that, you know, it's like, I think it's like a crazy, I, to me, it was a big step because it's like, yo, like this is the first time people even offered to want me to be a part of something music wise. And <clears throat> I don't want to, I don't want to be in something that I like just off of my feelings. Like I want God to show me like, yo, is this the right, is this the right step I'm taking here? Um, and I prayed about it for like a week. And then I told Hunter later on, like, yo, um, God really just confirmed it to me after praying, after praying to God about it. Like he literally confirmed it to me. He was like, yo, this is, this is it. Like, this is where you're supposed to be. Mm. Um, so yeah, I thought that was awesome because it wasn't just off of my decision, but God was the one who really told me like, yo, this is it. So that's how I know I could be able to trust in these guys. And I'm really grateful to be a part of it too. So yeah. I'll be 3k. When he said like, oh, I'm going to take time to pray about it. I was like, oh no. Because for 99% of people, when they say I'm going to pray about something, that means that they know it's a no, but they don't know how to say it in the moment. And I was right. like, oh my gosh. I was like, no. <laughs> but then he actually took time to pray and seek God about it. And I was like, oh, like, that's what's up. Like, that's more refreshing than if he were to have just been all in and said yes in the, in the first place because he counted the cost. He was like, okay, like, I'm not just going to make decisions for my sake or what I think is good, but I want to honor God and everything. So I was super, um, like, sketched out at first because I'm like, I think this man just wants to say no. But I was really <laughs> encouraged by the way he responded. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, impulse control. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. For real. Yeah, man. Really dope. And it's cool because, like, again, like, these dudes make dope music at the same time. Like, because it's like, it's very rare to find, I mean, of course, we're in a CHH space where all, everybody makes, you know, music for God. But uh, I think it's even more dope when, like, they are actually living what they're talking about, too, you know? hundred um, percent. So, yeah, honestly, like, he, it's vice versa with me, man. It's refreshing to me to, to hear from them, too. So, yeah. Yeah, right. That's, that's dope. Um. So would you guys say that you guys have like, do you guys see when you look at your group, do you guys see like different roles that each of you play or like, how does that look in your mind? Man, I'll be honest. We really don't take the group that seriously. It's not mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm the leader. He's the marketer. He's the this, <laughs> he's the that. It's just like Cup sends us a beat every once in a while. We're like, yo, let's go. Like some of us may work on it or something, but it's very very loose it's not like oh i'm the i'm the leader of cdk and i manage these guys and things like that it's just like man we all love each other we all love each other's music um and we honestly just kind of keep it at that like we don't even we don't even communicate that much like we're not always talking to each other and doing things like that um so it's very it's very just kind of free and natural you know right yeah because like sense. yeah it's not it's not like a i mean we i know we have a we do have a group chat and all that but yeah it's like it's very like once once in a while for sure and 
I think sometimes for the most part we just ask each other like what we think uh, we if we're working on a song or something like that. Yeah, ninety um, yeah. percent so, yeah. of our group chat is just like someone sends an audio file and then everyone else like hearts it and it's like yo that's gas that's gas that's yeah gas. that's good exactly and hey. yeah it's it's really dope really dope yeah so kind of switching from the overview of CDK kind of focusing more on the future specifically so. What are your guys' like most wanted features or people to work with, like whether it be producers or artists or like just whoever? Like who who would you be like some of your top people to work with? I it's a good question. Sammy first. Uh no, I wanted you to go first. Okay. <laughs> um Man, what's wild what's wild is I've already kind of collaborated with artists that I wanted to work with already, which is amazing. I'm not trying to flex. That's God. Because um, I've already, I wanted to work with Jerry Mana for a while when I first came into doing music, and Light Beam is now one of those songs. Um, I've wanted to do a song with Joey Vantes, and then Homie Kahuna hit me up and was like, yo, we're going to get Joey on this track. And I was... I was fangirling, I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, wow, like, and Joey Vata's, like, I was crying to his album, like, a few years ago, and now I'm on the same track with him, which is insane. Um, but I guess, like, if I had to think of any other artists in mind, um, I have been talking to 350. Um, I'm trying to get 350 on a track, for sure. I'm trying to get a three on a song. Um, What's it called? I also want to get Not Clyde eventually because me and Not Clyde have talked about doing a song, but it just hasn't fallen through yet. Um, and I think lastly is uh, Halvey too, um, eventually. If Reach can be able to approve, then hopefully one day. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. That'd be fire. Oh, yeah, those are dope. I'm thinking honestly, like, I didn't have expectations coming into this thing like coming into to music. Um, but one of the first um, Christian artists that I genuinely enjoyed um, was Not Clyde. I was listening to like all of his old stuff on, on SoundCloud. Um, half of it's not even there anymore. Um, I was like, okay, like uh, I was joking with Cup. I'm like, yo, like how dope would it be if like one day, like we end up working with this guy. And um, yeah, I had him on my most recent album, Weapon. Um, and it was just really sweet. Like I've been listening to his music since he had like 50 followers on SoundCloud. Um, and it's cool to see his growth and his progression. And, um, you know, he's touring, I think, with Indie Tribe. Um, I think he might even be opening for for one of the Maverick City tour dates. And so just really dope stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've worked with Big Breeze, um, John Paul, a couple others here and there. Um, but I think something I'm realizing is that I really do just like working by myself. Um, I like having the, the creative control and freedom to just do whatever I want. Um, because I also, I engineer all my stuff. Um, other than the song Ladios that I made a couple years ago that John Paul produced, um, I, I mix and master everything myself. And so um, it also just practically cuts costs down. Like if I have um, another artist on there and they send their stuff off to get, get engineered like that, gets included in the price that I would send to them, or I just have to spend extra time engineering their vocals and, and I've become so accustomed to engineering my vocals, knowing you know my frequencies and my ins and outs. Um, hearing another voice in the mix 
it just it, it, it doesn't sit right most of the time with me because I'm not an experienced engineer. I just know how to work with my voice. And so I think moving forward, most most of my my singles, most of my albums are probably going to be mostly solo. I might have a few here and there, but there's no one. Um, I might like to do an Orlando track. I got a lot of Orlando homies. Um, Caleb Gordon, um, he's been popping off lately with West Orlando Flow. Um, Tommy Royale, we bump into each other all the time. I just bumped into him at Walmart like a month ago. Um, Christopher Sincere, Chris Soul, um, just all the Orlando Central Florida guys. It'd be dope to get them on a track. But honestly, I really like working by myself. Because um, I just, I mean, I do it all in my room. I find a beat online or Cup sends me a beat. I just record, mix, release it all. And it's just less hassle. It's more freedom and more control and less hassle. So there are some artists here and there, but I think overall, I think I just like to stick to myself from now on. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, this could be kind of out of the blue or out of, out of whack, but I think most artists, I think a lot of artists actually prefer working with other people. Maybe I don't know, I could be wrong. But so it's interesting to hear that um, you prefer For working sure. by yourself. But because, um, I had never heard that before, but um, so have you guys ever thought or are thinking of making a CDK project, album, mixtape, whatever? Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Bro, that was one of the first things we talked about, man. Literally last year, we were like, yo, like we need to put together a CDK EP. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's been a long time in the making. Cup sent us some beats and I don't know. If you're not there in person with the person, like it's not gonna get done. You feel me? I don't know. What do you think, Sammy? Yeah, man. That really shocked me the fact that you asked that because I think that was like one of the first that was one of the first things we like tried to come up with was like, yo, like, we're all dope artists coming as well, you know. Um, but we just talked about it and then we kinda just left it and but I mean, I'm I'm still down for for that type of thing. I think um Hundred percent. I think we can. I think we can definitely make something happen, uh, because not only it, I, I always think of the bigger thing, like bigger picture too. Because it's like, it, I wouldn't want it just to be us. Like, I think it would be cool to get other people on too who are also coming up. Um, but yeah, like honestly, we could just like talk about that. Um, we've definitely. I'm. I'm definitely down to do something like that for sure. I think it has a lot of potential to go somewhere. Yeah. For sure. That's a good question, man. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a funny so, question. It's one of the first things we talked about. <laughs> yeah. First thing that popped into mind when Cole asked me to come up with questions. So, um, but so at the beginning, Cole asked you kind of about goals. Um, so out of the ones that you listed, what do you think that you guys have made the most progress on in 2021 so far? I haven't had a lot of music goals, honestly. Like, it's just such a peripheral on the back burner thing. Um, it's really been a lot of personal goals that I've been I've been meeting this year. Um, I was in a I was in a bad car accident in uh, in January. Totaled my car. I was working as a delivery driver. Lost my job. Got COVID. Um, just dealing with a lot of things. Going through um, some some manic and depressive episodes. Just I mean everything piling on at once and. Um, just seeing the ways that that my life group and my church were faithful to pray for me every day. They were setting alarms to pray for me every single day um, until something changed. Um, so just seeing the faith that they had to, to um, yeah, just see that. And we're holding on to 
Philippians 119, which says, through the prayers of the saints and through the, the provision of the Spirit, this will turn out for my deliverance. Paul was talking about the trial he was in. And uh, we just kept praying that, like, like through the provision of the Spirit and through the prayers of the saints around me, like, I, I will be not only delivered, but I will be blessed and, and grow through this. And um, Long story short, like, bought a car, paid off, um, ended up getting a job at a brokerage firm. Um, working with family in the workplace. Like I have like guys from my church who are working with me day in and day out. Um, and so just seeing that night and day shift um, has been an absolute blessing for me. I'm working towards getting licenses to be a, a licensed stockbroker. Um, and it's just a complete 180 from what I was doing before um, because I studied to be a teacher and I was teaching. And um, yeah, just life happened, things changed. Um, and so most of my, my goals in 2021 hasn't really been in music. Um, it's definitely been in, in personal things. But out of that, like, there's a lot of dope music that's coming out of it um, through the, the struggle aspect and through like the, the blessing um, and growth aspect. So uh, I'd say for this year, just the past six, seven months, I've probably written anywhere between 50 to 150 songs, I would I would estimate. So Dang, that's a lot for the back burner, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I just, yeah, I just ride in my free time. Just. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question again? Cause... So out of the goals that you guys listed um, in the beginning when Paul asked you kind of about them, uh, which one do you guys think that you have made the most progress on in 2021? Oh, man. Um, more than the music, I think uh, more intimacy with Jesus has been the main thing because uh yeah 2020 was a rough year man like it was a it was pretty crazy it hit us in all types of ways for me it was relationships um for me it was my family stuff that's going on still to this day it's still family issues but uh i've kind of just learned to really just surrender it all to jesus more um because a lot of times as human beings we want to control everything to put everything in our own hands and not into God's but uh I've been learning to do that more often now and um obviously music is you know music is a very powerful thing too like uh I think that's it sounds kind of crazy I remember talking to my boy Senny about it but he said uh sometimes your greatest songs are the ones that are produced by pain and uh I think that's what's been going on as far as with my newer stuff that I've been working on. Uh, so yeah, man, like, I don't know. I've been working on a lot of stuff too. I've been, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say like Hunter, but like how, how many songs I have, but like, but I definitely, I'm, I think more so I'm just kind of experimenting with newer sounds. Uh, I've been going more into some trap stuff, which is pretty in interesting to me and also into some alternative. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna see how it goes. Um, and obviously just, you know, go to God about it and see what happens. But yeah, definitely a lot more stuff to come. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think for 2020, um, there was a lot of growth for, for all of us. Um, and I think for 2020 specifically, the one thing in my music that grew so much was um, just, engineering i've just made huge progress in it um john paul kind of um shepherded me in that and, and gave me a lot of tips and tricks and coaching and um 
like 2020 was the year where where um not just my sound had changed but the actual mixes themselves it's a night and day difference i'm, I'm trying to find like some old mixes and old songs um versus some some new songs just so you, you guys can hear like there is literally such a huge difference yeah mixes make a giant difference <laughs> yeah that turns a bad artist into a good artist 10 times That's, out of 10. yeah man it's a just really it's just really cool i'm really excited to see what else is going to happen not just with my music but with everybody else's too like this year probably going to be one of the dopest years of chh for sure um yeah i'm also yeah. pulling up you, i don't know who brought up holy holy smoke but i'm pulling up to that too if any of you guys want to link oh yeah yeah so i'm gonna be there let's go yes sir i like um like hearing you guys talk just generally um like how it's all biblically and godly backed is crazy encouraging uh not just to me but i'm to a lot of people probably because especially um just as the world around us kind of goes psycho um it's very important to have the people in your life not only like not only in your life but just generally just that are very biblically godly people and godly and biblically backed so it's very encouraging to hear you guys amen just the stuff that you like you're constantly bringing it back to the bible you're constantly bringing it back to god you know everything is everything revolves around that so it's very it's very encouraging um good glory to god bro for real yeah for real hey i'm sending i'm sending two different songs right now uh the first one is one of the first songs that me and young cup holder made and the the second one is just a little demo I was working on the other day. Like water in the epistles, BG dripping on me so much that it tickles. I think I want to get a grill, but none of my friends will get it. They don't see where I'm going. Give me a sign, then I'm ready to wipe a hop out and pop out with the nine. Say the word today, a song will be stretched out, laid out in the pines. Talking kingdom talk, I'm really about my father's business. And y'all can literally hear and just take a sec, like... Man, praise God that that we actually have the the capacity in our brains to like learn new things. Um, yeah. So, do you guys have any plans or like to or goals to make moves in the secular scene at all, or do you just want to keep it only CHH or what's? Hmm. Uh, a really good question. That's yeah, that is because it's like I I feel like it would be really powerful for you know to be able to like cross over into that and still do music on that side because i know a lot of christians would think you know oh man you're compromising your faith going to the secular side but i mean honestly like you got to think about it the other way around like that's the world listening to the only christian on that track too so like um i th i mean shoot if if i feel like god is telling me to do that with a certain artist i'll do it you know um yeah that's that's kind of my answer for that yeah i think i would say same and also just like i don't know just going back to again like music's not my personal life purpose um like i'm in the secular scene eight hours a day 40 hours a week you know i'm in the secular scene when i go out and grab coffee with my friends like i'm in the secular scene every day of my life because i'm in the world so I'm like, what difference would it make mm -hmm. if, if um, like, I don't know. Yeah, there shouldn't be any problem with working with someone who doesn't consider themselves a believer. If you like their music 
and you feel fine working with them, then by all means go for it. Um, and so, I mean, I don't put a lot of thought into my music. I don't put a lot of thought of like, oh, like should I have this artist or this artist, but this artist is this and this artist would bring this. Like, I'm just a little bit more simple-minded. So if there is a dope artist who doesn't believe in Jesus and either I'm tight with them already as a friend or they were just uh, you know, an artist who wanted to work with me, I wouldn't put much thought into it. I would definitely just go for it. Uh, so yeah, so I think, yeah, like, like you said, like you shouldn't really be like all uptight about that. Um, but for sure. So before, yeah, but like before you guys retire, what is one thing that you want to do? Okay, yeah. Like, is there like specific, like, do you guys have a goal at all? Like, oh, like before I retire, I want to work with like Lecrae or something like that, you know, whatever. Like, that's mm. just an example. I think, that's, I think that's every artist's goal to work with Lecrae. Yeah, that's what well, yeah. <laughs> Or at that's least not even just you artist know you've goals. made it when. <laughs> at least get uh, no. an like, intro on your song or something. That would be pretty cool. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that Maverick City got got him on on the intros and the for the Juneteenth, I'm like, yo, like they made yeah. it now, big time, big they time. Made it. That's facts. But um, honestly, man, like I'm I'm just gonna keep beating this dead horse. Like the only reason that I make music at this point is like to see souls saved and to see the church edified. And so before I retire, I just want to see that continue to happen. You know, I want to see people um give their lives to jesus through the music i want to see people um, actually be spurred on and encouraged to to read scripture to memorize it to to live it out to understand that it is the word of god and it's it's precious and and in it are the words of eternal life um and so that's that's my only goal with music at this point because i have a million and one other things i could be doing like i tattoo on the side i um i don't know there's so many other things that i like to do in my free time and so if it's not about Jesus and it's not about souls and the kingdom, then it's kind of just for nothing. You know, it's just kind of that Colossians three, like um, seek the things that are above where Christ is, see at the right hand of God, seek the things um, that are eternal, like that have eternal value um, rather than things that, that rust and fade. And so it just goes back to souls, baby. It's just, it's, it's kingdom work, it's evangelism, it's discipleship. It's getting people planted into healthy local churches, not just watching um, church service online, not just um, hearing sermons here and there, not just thinking like, oh, like I love I love Jesus, but I don't go to church. Like the church is an integral part of following Jesus. You look at Acts 2, 42 through 48, the fellowship of the believers. They were constantly um, with one another, breaking bread with one another, providing for one another's needs, praying and fasting with one another, evangelizing and making disciples with one another. And so to think that, that the call of God is to be outside of the flock just means you are going to fall. You will fall 10 times out of 10. And I was there. And so I think that's a big goal too, actually, is to just see people all across the country and the world just be planted in, in local churches and just faithfully serve on their setup team, on their on their kids ministry team, on their worship team, on whatever, on whatever, in whatever capacity you can serve, serve the local church and be the local church, I think would be the one big goal of mine to see everyone that listens to my music saved, sanctified and serving in a local church capacity. Man, we got Pastor Hunter for real. <laughs> Going Amen. crazy. Him, man. Holy Spirit. To him. Oh, bro, no. <laughs> right, right. Jeez. Jesus, take the wheel. Take the wheel. Man. But, bro, Hunter really hit it on point because that's actually, like, high key, that's exactly my, like, 
um, that's basically my goal too. And on top of that, like, um, I really just want to leave like a generation, like not not even if it's not the whole generation, because I don't think like that's that's a pretty big task. But um, even if it's like one person who feels uh, encouraged or inspired to to be able to bring the message of the gospel in their music uh that's enough for me too because at the end of the day i know that's what saved my life you know um my story uh was really the gospel was really what saved me from killing myself you know from really uh falling into a deeper rabbit hole that i was already in so if i can be able to bring if I can be, if if God can be able to use me to help other people to do the same thing or inspire people to do the same thing, whether it be musically, or you know, uh, artistically, or any other thing that God has gifted them with, then by all means, I want be able, I want that same thing to happen, um, because you know, this life just comes and goes, you know, like it's, it's but a vapor, like it says in the Word too, you know, um, so. Yeah, man. I just, I just wanted, and also I think uh, I had a talk about about this with 350 too, because I mean, I, I'm not gonna say like everyone thinks this way, but it's starting to get to that point where like some people can look at CHH and be like, wow, this is it's kind of corny or whatever, and this, this, and that. And I, I want my music to be like that thing, not just my music, but I, hopefully with everyone else's music in here too that uh, they can look at this and be like, wow, like their their music is dope and they're talking about Jesus. Like that's that's insane. Like I really think that's cool. Like I want that type of thing to happen with other people, whether it be Christian or non-Christian people. Cause I think that can leave, an, that, that can leave a big impact on people's lives too, you know? For sure. So I think in that same vein, like I don't know. We 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 are created beings and we reflect the image of our creator. Like we are image bearers of our creator. And so when we when we create mediocre art and we think that that's just good enough, like what a slap in the face it is if we're supposed to be like our god, like our creator and yet we are not creating with excellence. We're not creating to the highest capacity that God has given us. And so if we're if we're just um I don't know, you think of like the mid 2000s or the late 2000s, early 2010s, there was a lot of like really corny Christian hip hop. Like Christian hip hop and corny were always synonymous with each other. Um, and I think there has to come this place of like, um, you, we want to create really creative and, and really powerful music um, that doesn't lack in the message and doesn't lack in the, the creativity. You know, like we don't want to just put on like a poorly mixed song and it's just like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like yeah, I'm saved by my God. Yeah. Like we don't we don't want that. We want stuff that that hits culture hard and and is is biblically based and and actually sounds good. You know. And so I think yeah, I think about that. You know, we are created people created by our Creator and we should be living in a creative way. Yeah. Man, y'all got yeah. your priorities straight though. <laughs> It's so good. Amen. Um, the Lord has done it, man. Amen. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, go ahead. No, I, I was just agreeing with Hunter. You go ahead. 
I mean, like, Judo and us, we made a whole video pretty much about this, this CHH thing, about how it's getting better and stuff like that. So be sure to check that out, too. But yeah, we got... Yeah. Um, pretty much we got two more questions for you. Um, so the first one is, this is more of an individual thing, and you can answer as a collective, too, if you'd like. But um, what do you think makes you stand out from others within the space, or even, like... Well, that's CHH or just regular hip hop too. I would say honestly, just that I don't care. Like I really don't care. Like, I don't know. I don't have a persona that I try to put on like the crazy hair, the cool clothes, the tattoos, the et cetera. Like I, I don't do that just to do that. Um, mm. And so, I don't know. I try to maintain a really carefree attitude when it comes to my music. Like, I'm not constantly in the DMs of different artists, like, yo, OMG, like, your music's so hot, like, let's connect, or, like, constantly spamming people with messages. And if that's if that's what, what people do, I'm like, by all means, go for it. But I personally am just very hands-off. Like, if y'all like the music, y'all like it. If y'all don't, tell me why. I might take it in and try to improve. I might not. Um, and so I don't think there's anything that really sets me apart from the rest. You could listen to my music and be like, oh, that sounds like so-and-so, but it also sounds like so-and-so mixed with so-and-so. Like, that's fine. All of art is, is just kind of adapted from other artists. Every, every artist ever adapted um, whatever they did from another artist um, in every medium, not just, not just music, but, but paintings, construction, like ev anything that, that is creative has been bit off of slightly from someone else. And so I'm not trying to be this like crazy unique artist that has this unique sound and, and um, unique persona and things like that. Because um, at the end of the day, like we're not that special. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. Um, like how unique can you really be? And so um, I don't know. I don't really mind if I sound like a different artist um, or if I, if I remind someone of somebody at this point. And so I think that... Um, could make me stand out or that could make me blend in and if people like the music that's what matters you know right yeah um i think um i mean i'll be like i guess on the opposite spectrum with that too um but basically i think uh i think it, i'm trying the best i i can to sound as unique as possible because i think um as we are to represent you know jesus in our music uh it is we're supposed to also set ourselves apart from the world too um i'm not saying i like nobody else sounds like me that's you know i'm because there's definitely songs where people have compared me to other artists as well uh, i think i think as far as like with music like it's always going to be that thing like people are always going to try to find you in some type of category because that's how we are as listeners we want to put them in some type of box uh I do it myself, so I can't even be mad at other people who do that. But <clears throat> what I, I, I do try to sound some way different from the rest because um, I, I just I just don't think I, I think we're, we're we can really outdo what the world does as well, because, you know, like what Hunter was saying, you know, if we're created to create from the creator. You know, he's giving, he's the one who's giving us gifts in the first place. Then we can be able to come up with the sound ourselves, you know, and obviously it's not us doing it, but God, God's gift that is running through us, through our veins to be able to make it happen. Um, and 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, I think as far as like, I'm not, I'm going to say for the whole collective, I feel like everybody already kind of sounds unique. And at least, cause I'd be listening to everybody in this. For sure. Uh, I can tell when Hunter's on a song. I can tell when Irwin is on a song. You know, I, I can hear, you know, young cup holder on the beat. You know what I mean? Like, that stuff is dope to me. And I think it really, you know, I think it can also be subjective too. Like, it can, it can sound unique to someone else, but it could sound similar to another artist. So, 100%. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's just like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely trying to sound as unique as I can, especially with the newer music that I talked about earlier. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know? Uh, yeah. Just trying to experiment, trying to find a different sound or stay in the same sound, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think our thoughts on that invalidate one another. Like, whereas I don't really care for being unique, but his goal is to be more unique. There's so much freedom in music. Freedom is, like, yeah. I don't know. There's not just one path to take in music. Music is such a multifaceted, nuanced thing you know we're literally hearing frequencies like that's all music is is just frequencies played back um and our ears and our brains are processing it and so with that there's the possibilities are endless like you know you could be the most like generic artist and blow up you could be the most unique artist and blow up you could be either of those and be trash like there's such a huge spectrum of everything yeah. and so um i don't think that our our thoughts on that um are like um, like counteracting each other, but they rather like blend together, you know, um, because there is so much freedom and subjectivity within music. Um, like the the beauty of music really is in the ear of the listener. Yeah, yes. I agree. We need a little bit of everything, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's cool seeing that. So here at um, CHH Hysteria, we kind of like to uh, end it off with more, of, not necessarily like silly question, just not as serious. So, or something that will spark a weird discussion so um what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house i've lived in many houses with many um young christian men and many <laughs> things have happened over the years i'll let sammy go first because i have a lot in the brain catalog to go through. sammy seems like he got something he's already laughing at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man um i don't even know there's so many because i'm around a lot of weird individuals myself i'm a weird individual when you get to know me i'm not normal i'm a very goof no cap yeah very out you know yeah you guys don't even know what i was doing before this call but um <laughs> yeah but no nah, uh i don't know like the weirdest thing i think was when i what's it called man i don't even know man that's a, that's like something i really gotta think of. like because like <laughs> There's just so much that happens. I don't even know if it's considered weird, though. Like, because, yeah, maybe I'm overthinking it. I guess, okay, I'll say, I'll name one. So basically, there was one dude came over to our house. Uh, he, I remember, like, he was praying in his, uh, in his bed. But, like, when I mm -hmm. walked in, like, he had, like, sheets, like, all over the place. Like, it was, like like it was like he was in a tent type of thing and i was like bro like what are you doing and he was like he was like yeah man like i'm just trying to stay away from this temptation bro and i'm just like yeah like and my dog I, said a hedge of protection yeah like bro, bro. he read he read like, the scripture of 
Like, he, he basically prayed the hedge of protection over him, and he literally put a hedge of protection over him. My man. Like, hey, you know what, man? I appreciate it. I respect the effort. Or the hustle, whatever. That's yeah. I was just like, wow, like, I never thought of it like that. But, yeah. Do you, bro? <laughs> hey, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Hey, if yeah. your room causes you to sin, tense it up. Man, I couldn't think of any of people coming into my house, but we used to do a lot of prank wars back in the day. And so there was definitely some highlights of those. We would um we would put icy hot on on other houses deodorants. So you know how that goes. Uh, Ooh, yikes. We would put we put fish sauce on people's car door handles. So as soon as they like open their car door, their hands just reek of fish sauce. We've uh, snuck into our friends' houses and like unscrewed all of their bedroom doors off and like hid their bedroom doors throughout the house. Um, they've they've rearranged. So I used to live in a room with uh, two other guys. There's three of us total. And, and they, uh, another house came in and for probably a good three or four hours, like moved the most random things into each other's spots like like switch the mattresses switch like pens on people's desks like the most like intricate little things hours on end we spent days like moving stuff back and forth to, to get that figured out um just like crazy back and forth every night we would go over to the other person's house and just think of something crazy to do so those were fun times man man Imagine walking back in your house and your your door's just missing. <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> my goodness. I don't know what I would think. I really don't know what I would think. Wow. But yeah. Hey, thank you all for coming on. It was super awesome having you. Uh, be sure to check out both their music. Hunter just dropped a super dope album called uh, Weapon. And Judo dropped Phantom not that long ago. Super dope single. So be sure to stream that. And until next time.